You are listening to 40-something with Valley and the Vig. And now, here's Silicon Steve Valley and the Vig. Yeah, you can have this great moment on Facebook or on your life. This mind, this this game-changing moment where your life has come epiphany that changes something like that I had a week ago. All right. I didn't take a picture of myself while I was having this epiphany. You know what I mean? I didn't take a video. I actually did record a video shortly afterward, but it was afterward. Okay. Well, it didn't happen then. Pixar, it didn't happen. Yeah. So I had this huge breakthrough through getting to the next level of consciousness, which I'm really excited about because it's weird when, when I, I, I almost like I graduated last week um, in terms of that conversations that even just two months ago that I felt very compelled to, in, to, to involve myself in. And also the way I looked at the conversations completely changed. There's things that I just don't care about anymore because they don't mean anything like arguments with somebody on like arguing with some dude from a high school on Facebook who you haven't seen in 20 something years, you have completely different political backgrounds. You guys have lived a completely different life from 20 something years ago. What's the point of arguing with him for more than a minute on Facebook? There's no point. And I, I, that, that that's feeding the wrong beast. Remember, uh, the, the the it's zero tolerance of feeding the wrong beast. I spend twenty yeah, minutes of my day to day arguing on Facebook. Okay, fucking idiot. I know better. That back. I know better. I could have been making twenty minutes figuring out how to go live. Sure. But instead of that, I argued why minimum wage going up isn't the reason inflation happens because the minimum wage hasn't gone up in decades, and it, the inflation is still happening. But trying to explain somebody like that on Facebook when they have all of these predispositions, these, these, these oftentimes inaccurate notions about life. I mean, this guy just said, and Facebook flagged him because he said something stupid that was completely untrue about the, about the, about the uh, Federal Reserve. Oh, it flags you now. That's how much Facebook, I Facebook, if you are lying, if you are spreading misinformation, Facebook's going to cut you off. And oh. dude, he, he, he lived, Facebook deleted a comment of his and That's about honestly, seven years too late <laughs> well then we go into is this a, 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 an attack of, of, his, of his freedom of speech what he said was a lie but he doesn't know it's a lie it's because he heard it from some dude on he heard it probably watching newsmax watching sean spicer you know the guy who obviously is so good at telling the truth he couldn't he was he was the first of i think 27 press secretaries from trump and that's the biggest problem. The absolute love for ignorance to the truth is a big problem. That did escalate quickly. I'm on a, I got to smoke this blind. <laughs> I just was letting you go, man. There was stuff I wanted to say like 50 lines ago in that rant. Oh, and I just was like, okay, well, that's gone. Well, it's, well, <laughs> that's gone. We're on to something else now. He's like, <laughs> no, no, it's all good. But, uh, but, but, but going yeah. back to what, let's, we can bring it back full circle. So, you know, yeah, it's just, People have got to start listening to the truth and not be afraid of the truth. That is the biggest thing. You're, Dude, and- you know, you say like, do your own research, right? But that's that's like part of the problem now. Yeah, do your own research. Find out your, think for yourself and do your own research. Well, but look what that created. <laughs> that was so awesome. Yeah, yeah, totally do that. Now for me and you or, as you know, most of our circle of friends, you know, that's, that's what we do. And then, you know, we have like... Uh, you know, 
productive conversations and we're all still friends for the most part. Yeah. We haven't been separated yeah. from all this because I've been hearing a lot of, a lot, you know, this has just gotten real bad actually as we've entered into 2021, you know, and I, it's so weird on New Year's Eve, you know, as we were inching towards midnight, I was like, oh, you know, and everybody's like, hey, goodbye 2020 on the 2021 it's gonna be so much better and i'm kind of thinking in my head like really is it gonna be really it's so instantaneously be so much better and it's like well we're now officially one month in and uh look at all this yeah, stuff yeah, february 1st on. Yeah. oh my god it's my daughter's birthday today i want to give her a big shout out oh happy birthday glad we yeah dude day. 10 years old the, the easy decade is over but um because that reminds me, I have to send her a picture, but I didn't do just yet. We we, we celebrated her yesterday, but uh, yeah, um, yeah, you, yeah. But it's February first. That's why I brought it up. It's February first. We're, we're we're through, but I I don't know, man. I I don't necessarily agree. I think that there hasn't been a constant shit stirring of the president, which is a big. I'm sorry, that makes 2021 already better. Okay, Daniel Pierre died last year in 2020. 2021 has been a lot better so sure. far, just okay. because nobody from Rush died. That was my biggest. i'll probably edit that joke out because it was stupid (laughs) it's up to you and we can get into a little bit and actually i did want to talk about this mostly today anyway i wanted to kind of get in to the mandate of the mask and what what exactly does this mean for all of us and is this gonna see it's it's not the same thing anymore because whatever i know 2021 hasn't been great and we're still dealing with the pandemic but having somebody, having the president not completely stir the shit pot every fucking day has been a godsend, folks. I haven't thought about Joe Biden, with the exception of his of his executive orders, which I think are bullshit, that a that president has that kind of power. Other than that, I haven't really thought about Joe Biden because he's not sitting there like, oh, those jerk-off Republicans are going to try to ruin the world. Oh, those pieces of shit Republicans. That loser Donald Trump, he's in a lot of trouble. Sad. Like, Biden's not doing that. No, Biden's not doing that, but the media is. <laughs> yeah. Well, the media is, is uh, it's really sad. The media is at a point where they are no, if you believe any media without doing your own research, including two guys who are telling you to buy Bitcoin, that, you know. Um, I, I have tuned them out too. And then you're right, because of the whole, because everything, the GameStop thing, this was like, okay, because like they were just like, oh, all of a sudden now, something that's been going on for quite a while. If you got if, out there, if you think that GameStop is, the, is that's what started this, are you kidding me? This has been going on for months. Yeah. But yeah. with all kinds of different commodities and securities and coins and tokens and stocks, yeah. GameStop is what made it in the blind light because that actually stuck it to the hedge fund guys once and for all. And they, by the way, did actually lose a lot of money as it came out. Oh my God. They lost tons of money. I think what one was, one needed to be bailed out by their buddies. I th- what was yeah. the name of the company, the, the company that, um, it's a Citadel thing. It's one of the Citadel groups or something. I, I don't know a lot of these wall street brokerages by name. Uh, Citadel some, cap. Uh, I thought it was no, early something or, Somebody drop us a line at valleyvig08 at gmail.com and let us know what that is. Or check us out on Facebook. We got a Facebook page. We got an Instagram page. We're going to be putting videos out every single day, including starting today, Vig. We're starting to put out videos today, every day on our Instagram, every day on our uh, YouTube. 
and we're just bigger and better. We're gonna we're just dropping. This is just laying the foundation. What we're doing right now. So hit us up at Valley Vig 08. Um, hit us up at Gmail. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We are all over the place now. We have this weekend. We have gotten legit, Vig. We have gotten legit to uh, kind of um, start putting it out there a little bit more on what the show is going to be all about, what we're going to continue to bring to you guys. But there's a mandate that you, you brought up that now, instead of it being up to the governors, it's going to be a national mandate by the president, something Trump never did. The, the most Trump did was after saying no one, no one needs to wear a mask or whatever and having his ridiculous rallies with nobody wearing masks, uh, a lot of people not wearing masks. I don't want to be accused of lying. A lot of people wearing not wearing masks. A lot of people dying from COVID. At least some people dying from COVID, including Herman Cain, who who was at those particular rallies. So, so right. he never said anything. The most thing he said was eventually he realized that the science was irrefutable, unrefutable, and he said, "Okay, it's patriotic to wear, you know, because you know his base. He knows his base loves being patriots. Oh, they're so patriotic." So he said, "It's patriotic to wear a mask." That was the most he ever said, but I feel like all of them, because he didn't do it right away, all of them were like, oh, wait a minute. He's just saying that to appease some people in the system. He's just playing the game, you know, because anytime Donald Trump goes against what they're saying, he's just playing the game. That's because he's so smart. So now you have Biden um, and he's basically saying it's going to be mandated that everyone needs to wear a mask. Is it is the horse out of the barn at this point in time? Is it what, what is your opinion on it? Oh, I think the horse is out of the barn. I think it's out of the barn when it when they just rolled it out on public transit. That's like a it's just like a somber way of rolling out this national mask mandate. Well, put it on mass transit first, and then so and then if the cases still aren't coming down or they're not coming down fast enough, uh, it'll, it'll it'll be out in the next couple of weeks. And uh, you know, it just goes back to we just weren't given a whole lot of awesome information right off the bat that really stuck and we didn't unify together as citizens. And then you have like, okay, so you have the Trump rallies that happened and the people were all gathering together and, you know, not a whole lot of people was wearing masks. I mean, how do you feel about what's been going on with the NFL or majority of the sport sporting events that have been going on this whole time and how there's going to be 7,000 people at the Super Bowl right now. I don't think 7,000 people should be allowed to gather anywhere in this country, Super Bowl or not. And now you have this. So you had these like what's what's what works with one doesn't work with the other. Like, oh, this these these people can do that. But no, you're bad if you do this, or you're bad if you're doing a Trump rally, but you're cool if you're going to the Super Bowl. That's a very good point. Oh, or just, what was brought up a lot was the Black Lives Matter protests. A lot, a lot of people were wearing masks. Even though a lot of people were wearing masks. I mean, you know, people but, were wearing masks, but you also had epidemiologists all come together and sign something that said these protests have to happen because of the systematic racism that's going on. Okay. Well, if that's going to happen, then the, then they can gather in South Dakota and cheer on their favorite authoritarian president. As you go, what, exactly. what, what says you can't do one, but you can do the other because the other one is, is systematic racism, but the other one is, is promoting what? Eight in a way. Well, I think a lot of people would think that, but the fact of the matter is it's irrelevant while they're meeting. Yeah. I hate Donald Trump too, folks. If you've listened to the show, I'm not a fan, but it's very hypocritical and it's just wrong to say a Trump fan, you can't go, you can't have your rallies, but you can gather here, you can gather there because it's not based on on political whatever. And there is a hypocrisy, there is a hypocrisy. There's a hypocrisy on social media right now. 
I, I got I had a conversation with an old friend from high school. If you want to call him a friend, he's one of those Facebook friends you do. Haven't seen him in 20 something years. You're on the same baseball team or something, and they're in your they're on your Facebook. We argued. Spent a half hour arguing with him. And uh, he was he had a comment about the Federal Reserve that he, it was deleted. And I read the comment. He screenshotted it. I read it. Comment shouldn't have been removed. It was it has a couple inaccuracies in it. But I'm I, whatever say his name's Bob Stalker or something. So Bobby Stalker's gonna, you know, Bobby Stalker's gonna have an opinion, but his opinion doesn't mean a goddamn thing. But Facebook now is saying, okay, no matter who you are, if you're spreading misinformation, we're going to delete your. And at what point is that taking away your freedom of speech? And at what point is that just trying to keep people from not being told wrong shit? It's a fascinating problem. I can see that. That's definitely fascinating. Who's to say that big big tech now knows all how everything is all accurate? It's it's according to big tech now, is it? Isn't it? Because you use their platform. And then if you say something, so if Ron, let's go back to Ron Paul, what he said, he was saying various things about big tech and boom, deplatformed for it being an being inaccurate, according to big tech. But here's the deal with big tech. You can sit there and bitch about it all you want. These are private companies, folks. These are private companies. Do what the fuck they want. They, they, you, they are, it is a privilege to go on one of these. Yeah. It's their, it's their platform. So freedom of speech on their platform is, is subject to to their rules and it's always been that way yeah you can't go into a restaurant and start yelling stupid shit about how about how hillary clinton eats babies and is a lizard woman and smells like sulfur you can't scream that in a restaurant the restaurant can say you have to leave you're gonna same thing with social media jump that's a really good analogy there because that's exactly how it is. And people are so outraged by this. Then leave. I left before any of this. Yeah. And for yeah. The, I mean, it wasn't like it didn't take me to get outraged. I was outraged by just the just the grossness of it all and how it yeah. become the how you know, and it just wasn't I wasn't it, I just was not bettering my life by being on there. So I just nixed it. And yeah. so I have a LinkedIn because it helps me get a job. And it's it's a lot of people on there. Although there's a lot of like, I'm winning here too, because I'm a, you know, I'm a senior system, but you know, <laughs> I'm a senior, you know. Sandwich cart- maker. Sandwich maker. <laughs> and, and I make great. the best hoagies that- at Wawa, you motherfucker. And that's great. If that makes you happy and you're able to live life well, because of that, then more power to you. And then go on LinkedIn and promote that. You know, well, it's yes, funny. a little of that aspect, but you know, a lot of times it is people, it's spreading awareness about doing better things. And, you know, and Lex Friedman, he's on there, puts up a lot of good posts, you know, several times a week and puts up, promotes the podcast on there and what's he's doing. And, you know, so more power to you, but really that's the only thing I have these days. And then I don't know, what else do I have? Anything? Well, that's the thing. And that's going back to this pandemic. I mean, what point to start? I mean, we have a, we have a, there's several people who, who, who jumped off and, and, and their thread broke and they fell a long time ago, but there's still a lot of people still hanging on by a thread. And that's probably why there was so much angst over the last four. I mean, it really was the perfect storm. You had the perfect president for this kind of situation with Trump, just stern even if you think he's right every step of the way he stirs the shit pot for no reason uh, could you imagine could you could we go back and look at as, as many tweets as there were that were very divisive in nature and just stirred the pot 
Yeah, I mean, life is better without Donald Trump on Twitter, folks, for, for most people in this world, not even this planet, not even this country. Donald Trump not being on Twitter has been a godsend for dozens of millions of people. People that didn't even vote, didn't give a shit. Well, at least that asshole's not tweeting anymore. That's a good thing. They completely were, you know, complete nihilists, completely like, oh, this world sucks anyway. I don't really believe in anything. Screw it. But they have to, even them, I have a friend who I used to work with. He said, you know what? I don't really get into politics, but it's so good that Donald Trump is not on the forefront of my brain every fucking day anymore. <laughs> it's great. D- does anyone need to talk, think about Donald Trump that often? Fuck. I'm pissed off. I'm thinking about it now. <laughs> you know? there's, still, there's still a lot of uh, coverage about it because of the impeachment and the hearings that are going down and the options that are up there for on the table for all that. So, but yeah, I do agree with you on, on, on that statement that it, it really is a lot, a lot more somber. <sighs> yeah. There's no more anger. You now it's just beaten into submission almost. You know what I mean, um, but people are still really now, and also this is winter. This is the first time we haven't been through this a full year. So now it's winter and people are already apt to stay in and, and not go out as much because it's winter time. And now you have all this. I mean, this is usually the darkest time of the year. There's not a lot of fun things happening in January and February, other than, you know, if you have a birthday or Valentine's day, but Valentine's day is whatever. And so there's, this is kind of like, you know, you don't have your barbecues, you don't have gatherings, you don't have reasons to go out January and February and even most of March for the most part. So this is really probably the most dangerous time in terms of, you know, suicides are up in between December and February. If you look at that, obviously December for holiday reasons, but even January and February, I believe are, are third and fourth or second and fourth in suicides per month. So if you think of it like that, this is really the next month and a half could be one of the more dangerous times in, per, in terms of people's men, mental faculties and how they're dealing with this, with this. And I think you're part of that. You know what I mean? And what, what have, what are you struggling with right now? Instead of let's worry about the things you're doing, what are you struggling with right now? And, and if you guys want to talk to us, Valley Vig 08, hit us up on Facebook. I never put the Gmail there. Valley Vig, Valley Vig 08 at Gmail. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. Drop us a line and let us know what you think or let us know what's been really kind of aching at you during during this whole affair. And yes, we're in February 1st. This is typically one of the darkest uh, times uh, as far as light and as far as weather is concerned. I know you guys have got a big snowstorm back there. So there's much of the country, I'd say at least from the Midwest on up to about Maine, is uh, suffering for some some serious snowfall right now and uh, not getting around. So now you have that contributed. I mean, with me, I could say, well, you know, I have a soulless job that I just took to <laughs> pay the bills because, you know, my unemployment was up and that's just, uh, so there's that. And then, uh, you know, my father, is his memory is going. So I really feel that we're only a few months away or at least maybe a year away from a from a full-on diagnosis and dementia. And I, I think a lot of people are dealing with that. Their parents are getting older now. Their parents just aren't around, you know, or, or their parents came down with COVID and got very sick, you know? So, hey, so what, 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 what's really, what's really on, on your mind as far as that? So, you know, drop us a line at valleyvig08 at gmail.com and 
let us know your story. So that's that's a few of the things that I'm dealing with right now. Uh, those are two of the two of the main ones and saying, well, hey, you know, am I going to just kind of stay in an apartment here where there's not much going on uh, in what was one of the places where there was a lot going on, Denver, Colorado. And, uh, yeah. or, you know, should, should I just go back and spend some time with my father? So why he still recognizes me, you know, cause I don't know how long that's going to be around. Well, the East coast is always here, Vig. If you ever want to come back home, buddy, <laughs> <laughs> we, we would love to have you. Um, well, you know, and you bring that up and, and, and just with your, with your father and, and all that, and that's something personal. Um, I, you know, my mother, it's funny. My mother, my mother doesn't, I don't even know if she knows who the president is. She's just so oblivious. She comes downstairs the other day. It's like, Hey, um, I don't know if you heard, but, uh, there's a vaccine now. So I guess it should be okay. I'm like, Jesus Christ, mom, have you been paying attention to anything that's been going on? She's oblivious. If it's if if if, if Rose Nyland from the Golden Girls isn't telling her what's going on in the world, she's really oblivious. So my mother's um, blissfully ignorant right now, um, um, and I think she's just stoned. I don't think she has dementia. I just think she's either drunk or stoned. That's what I think the problem is. Well, like, just for the record, uh, nobody nobody in my immediate family has been diagnosed with dementia. So, yeah, I got you, know, you. but you're still. You, the fastball's going and you're just worried that maybe you don't, you don't know how much time you got left, which is very important. I actually moved to Pennsylvania to spend some time with my father before he passed. So I'm, I'm with you oh, there. There you go. Okay. Yeah. That's, you know, a lot of that was, so the heck that was like 12 years ago, TJ. So, you know, you've been, you were kind of hitting this before a lot of us were, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. it's, it's, uh, you know, I 30, my dad died when I was 30. So it's, you know, it, I didn't have that, uh, hey, I need money or, hey, I need some advice. I haven't really had that, so I've been relying heavily on friends. But there's enough friends. Now, we taught, we, what I wanted to do is now, and, and you talk about, well, what are things that can be productive that you can do? And we talked about what I can do previous on the show, just self-growth and, how, and, and, and things you're passionate about. Just do, if you could do that, that'll help. It's not easy, though. Just saying, okay, I'm going to follow my dreams about something or I'm going to do something I always wanted to do. It's very, it's scary. And also you're, it's, it's hard getting your shoes on in that situation. And I I, I say that what's the hardest part about going jogging? What's really the hardest part, getting your shoes on and going out there. Once you're jogging, you're good. You have to want to do it. You have to want to start that and continue it and go back and do it every day. Okay. You know what? Got a jog today. Oh, you know what? There's 14 inches of snow and I got what? But get out there and talk. Got, you put this uh, plan together. You got to follow it, right? And and then, but then I want to kind of parlay this exactly. I want to parlay this, and we talked about how horrible social media is, and all the the evils that come with it, and how it's really helped. I think destroy the fabric of what America is all about, in my opinion. However, that being said. There are so many positive and great places to go on social media. We a community, be a Facebook, um, you know, Instagram followers, Facebook groups. There's a lot of things you can do for support. There are people all over the place that want to share their stories. They're all, all over the internet and all over media that want to share their stories and maybe help you through it. And there's great people all over the world. And there, a lot of them are on social media. So I think we, we cast this really dark shadow because of what social media has meant to us. But you can, and I'm convinced of this, you can build a very positive vibe on social media as long as you don't engage in, in, in things that are going to be time wasters, like arguing about if Donald Trump's a good president or not. 
you spend times talking about things. There are specific groups that you can specifically just throw yourself into. And that's all you can use, utilize social media for. Has that been anything you've been thinking of doing of maybe, you know, getting involved in some online communities that might help you. And, and that's not just to you, Vic, you know, I'm asking you specifically, it's to all of you, you know, and, and do it and make sure it's productive and it's feeding the proper you is feeding the real you not feeding the selfish you or the insecure you feed the good you that wants to grow and be the best person you can be. So where does social media or online communities, have you even attempted to look into that kind of stuff? Cause you're a pretty smart guy and you, you do a lot of reading. Has that been a ven- an avenue that you decided to go into? And if not, why not? Yeah, I'd say no, really. And why not? It's just because I just have still have a bad taste in my mouth from uh, just being on there. Yeah. You know, so, you know, it, but you bring up a good, good point. I guess like I, my past life on there was just like, my, it was all, it was all my ex-girlfriends, right? Or it was all uh, my past life in, in Pennsylvania and back in Philly. And then it was, the best parts of uh, the Colorado life. And then the, Hey, I'm doing all this in Colorado. Look at me. I'm so much more well-established. I've been here for quite a few years. And so there was all that, you know, so it was just this bully base of that. It just was kind of toxic. <laughs> for me. So, right. <laughs> but this, that's, isn't that America, a bully base of so that's the thing. And I remember having a very good conversation with, with a professor of mine and, and they had said that when people say Facebook sucks, which is certainly something we have agreed with on more than one occasion, he's our, his argument was, well, why does it suck? And it's like, well, everyone's so negative. Well, is that Facebook or is it the people who are taking part of Facebook? You know, when you talk that's about good. a real- that's a good point. And if you talk about like a real shitty, you talk about like a really shitty area in a, in a city, like say fourth and Washington in Allentown, for example, I live in Allentown. So I know fourth and Washington is that, is that actual location shitty or is it the people that have made it shitty? Is it the shootings that made it shitty? Not the, not the, not the actual, you know, so we have to kind of look at ourselves in the mirror and say, Facebook doesn't suck. We suck. We suck, not Facebook, because Facebook can do so many wonderful things, but that's not what we all utilize it for. We use it to get our uneducated opinion as loud as we possibly can and without any kind of retribution or any kind of um, backlash by what you say because you're hiding behind a keyboard like, and so you don't have that. And even in time just to get beat up, but when you look at someone in the eye and you say something really fucked up to them, it does something to you. It's not It's not easy unless you're really angry. To say something really fucked up to somebody on social media is nothing. How many times have I called someone or you called? How many times have you called someone a fucking idiot or just completely disrespectful on social media because you disagree with them? You would never say that in front of their face in a thousand years, whether it's because you're afraid you're going to get your ass kicked or whether you're afraid that you're going to hurt the person's feelings. The latter is the real reason you shouldn't say it, by the way, not because you're afraid of getting your ass kicked. So easy now. You so can, easy. Yeah, and, and you can do it to, to, to celebrities. Celebrities, I mean, Jesus, yeah, now you can just tweet at a celebrity. If a celebrity happens to care what you think, not that they would. So celebrities have got to kind of train themselves to not care with the, literally millions of people just 
spitting horrible shit at them. Do what Donald Trump does. Donald Trump doesn't care. How many times I've tweeted at Donald Trump? He hasn't liked one of my tweets yet. Has he seen them, you think? No, 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 he doesn't. I'm one of millions and millions of people who told me he's a fucking idiot and a traitor to the country and whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? But he doesn't care. So celebrities really have to take that completely out of it. So if it works for celebrities, why wouldn't it work for us? Why are celebrities so much better just because they have more people yelling at them? So the point is, the what you do what Donald Trump does and what a lot of celebrities do, stay away from the negativity. I can't believe I just said that with Donald Trump. <laughs> negativity in terms of relating against him. Let me rephrase. That's what we should do. It's like going in. Okay, if you know that this part of Facebook is a shitty part that takes away from your day, takes away from your peace, don't go to that part. Don't scroll. Silence the people who have taken away peace if you don't want to unfriend them. Just don't don't give any part of your energy to that shitty part of Facebook. And your life will be better. In terms of you and me, I stay away from it because I can't stay away. I can't, I'm like a moth to the flame when I see someone say something stupid. And I have to say something. I have to be like, oh. Yeah, that's how I used to be. And it was just making my life miserable. And now, well, now I just find out how to do things, how, how to make things, how to, what, what, you know, how to put things together, what why things were the way they were what what caused the ethiopian famine yeah i have no idea the ethiopian actually. famine that was in 1984 well that was the whole thing that live aid started right yeah and way. now ethiopia is becoming an up-and-coming country that things are starting to develop there gaining on the technology it's going to be africa is going to be up and coming let me tell you it's once they it's start the motherland man it's where we all it's where we all came from. A lot of people think so. That's where I guess the Pangea or Pangea is a Pangea or Pangea. I said Pangea. In a, oh, in I always a thought it was Pangea just because it was a Miles Davis album. Yeah, did I say Pangea or Pangea? I don't know. I I said it wrong and someone corrected me, but I don't know if I was wrong or they were wrong, and I forget which one I said now. But um, yeah, I mean. I dude, how good was We Are the World? That was such a good song back at like my the seven-year-old self was very into that, especially Springsteen's part where he did it back and forth with Ray Charles. This is the first time that like all these different musicians all came together to do one song. I mean, how awesome was that? And you could pick them all out as you were watching the video. Like, oh, there's Hilly Lewis. Oh, there's Springsteen. Oh, there's Patty LaBelle. The cocaine yeah. that was at that shoot must have been incredible. <laughs> We're talking mid-80s and the biggest stars in the world, biggest rock stars in the world. I remember it was so bad you got to, <laughs> I brought it up to some Generation Z people. They had no idea what I was talking about. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm getting old. We are the world. We are the children. That is yeah. funny. I remember Springsteen was real emotional with that. His whole part was just like, and he was like, wow, he's really. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. oh, man. Who else stood out? I think you also had. Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper was the one I was, she was like, whoa, 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 yeah. Like every single person did what they can to really ham it up. Like you only singing one, you're only singing one fucking part and they and they gave the biggest stars of the day the biggest parts like springsteen uh, ray charles was really big he, he actually i would say ray charles despite the fact he was huge for years 
he really got his biggest pop, you know, pop attention probably in the, in the 80s. He was on Who's the Boss, for Christ's sake. Yeah. But, um, yeah. you know, so... <laughs> you yeah, know, so, so... Like Prince and Ray Charles and Prince were were part of that. And, you know, that social media yeah. really brought a lot of their music out that hadn't gotten looked at under the microscope. When, and then it wasn't until they died... Ray Charles and Prince were both parts of that where social media brought this like, Oh my gosh, did you guys ever hear this? You know, exactly. This and so, so all we bitch about social media, there's so many great, we just, we suck, not social media folks. We suck and we need to own it. Yeah. And I think Zuckerberg always really Zuckerberg and Dorsey really always put that out to, Hey, look, it's not us. It's you guys. You guys are the ones that are doing it. Yeah. And, and, and but no one likes it of you. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody likes to, uh, and I'm sorry, I'm stepping on you there. I apologize. I'm doing a lot oh, it's today. So good. I'm doing a lot today because so I didn't smoke this marijuana. That's why I have been holding a, a, a beautifully rolled blunt for this entire show. And I have not gotten stoned yet. Vic. Mm-hmm. Boy, I was like, all right. Well, I, did, I was going to say something, but that's just so, that's like 50 lines ago, you know? <laughs> yeah. I get going yeah. sometimes, but, um, no, but you're right. I mean, if Zucker, that that is that is a reality. But that's the and, and that's really what it comes down. To. I want to talk, and that's what I really want to hammer home the point today is we got to get to the truth of ourselves. Look within yourself and find the truth. Admit to yourself where you fucked up. Admit to yourself where what's hurting your life. People don't want to do that. People don't want to say, "Yeah, Facebook sucks because of me." No one is going to say that. No one's going to say, I contribute shitty to Facebook. Nobody looks in the mirror. Do it. People are so addicted to it. They can't cut out of it. They can't just stop it. I remember with me, I had to physically force myself to do it. And you have to do it for 30 days until you can get rid of it. Like, who does that? Nobody nobody can get by that. The only like way you can do it. Levels are so involved in it that, you know, yeah. And, and that's... Back what I was going to say, you know, I was just going to say is that I deleted off your face. I was literally in such a habit where anytime that red button of the notification was on that app, I looked on it right away. So I had to delete it completely off my, off my phone to prevent yeah, me because likes. I had built that habit of an, I was addicted to social media. No doubt. Getting the like buttons. Well, there's been, there's been a study and I was a part of it at Drexel uh, that said that the like button just pushes dopamine levels up just like you're smoking a cigarette and they and you know this is a this is a known thing that you would just the the red notifications on your phone that well just let me know i got more likes let's see who liked it oh i got a like from him i got a like from that like oh it's just kind of like you know it's funny because my mom first mentioned this because she was new to facebook only a couple years ago and she would say you know i have to admit you know when you go on there and you get those likes that really just makes you feel good like oh I got all these likes, 47 likes of this. All these people said they liked it. You know, that just, that pushes those dopamine levels up. It's just constantly smoking that cigarette. You know, it's the same thing. And it's a little known fact that Facebook actually brought marketers in from big tobacco to, to work with them on that and to, to get, to, to push those. Like, and now we've just created a monster. Now, if people wanted to get away from it, they can't because they're addicted to it. So then, and then they're just like, okay, well, I'm just going to bury myself because, you know, it, we, we really created a monster here. And now we just have to fess up to it. We have to deal with it. We have to, you know, 
we have to we have to come to the fact that we created this and we didn't really think there was going to be that many repercussions and now we have tons of them to deal with and it's all ego and it's all not truth it's all feeding fires and you know the three i mean it really comes down to if you want to get into the three fires of buddhism and i don't want to push buddhism on anybody but there's three things that buddha that that if you don't know much about it buddhism says take you know you have to avoid to 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 have as much peace and as be and and elevate your consciousness as much as possible you have to avoid the three fires these three fires of life and that's pretty cool to to summarize down to three things and um, hi and so you know you you got it so the first one's ignorance to the truth the the next one's aversion which is jealousy it's envy it's what have you um and the other one and the other one is attachment and so if attachment is is part of that because now you're attached to this uh, uh this attention on facebook the likes or the positive comments but there's another way there but this is the problem with that Vic. say that you rely on those things so much you rely on the likes you're attached to those likes and what if they stop coming are you less of a person because you stopped getting likes you're putting the same shit out there just you're not getting as noticed but you're not getting the likes so now you're missing something and that's the attachment. And now you are, you are missing something in yourself because you needed those likes so bad. You needed that positive reaction so bad. That's what made you, you, or you <laughs> convinced yourself that that's what made you, you, but really you are you. And honestly, since I've gotten away from that, it was, it was a pretty much a trip up at first. I was kind of like, Oh, what do I do? I like myself a lot more now. And I, I, you know, I laugh at myself a lot more now and, you know, yeah. it's been kind of a new lease on things because I don't have to compare myself to people. And, you know, honestly, I'm a lot happier. It's a, it's a new right lease in the on the pandemic. Yeah. yeah it's a re- it's, it's, it frees you when you're honest with yourself and you, and you don't have your attachments and you get, and now the one I'm focusing on is aversion. Am I not being jealous? Not saying negative things that aren't necessary. No, but if you stay away from attachment, you stay away from aversion, and you stay and you stay away with ignorance to the truth, then your chances of having a much happier life are there. And the problem is, is Facebook, social media, Twitter, what have you, you know, likes or follows on Facebook, likes on Facebook. Those are all they call in in my field. They call them vanity metrics they really don't mean a goddamn thing how many likes you get likes don't make money likes don't make you cooler likes don't make you polar it is a vanity metric and vanity fills the ego vanity is of course one of the seven seven deadly sins i think really if as, as a society or at least as a social group we we really did think that life meant something then and I think there's still a part of that that still values. That's what they value is likes. You know, it just shows to them that that's you know that oh, makes me me, and it's that ego. And you know, it, I just feel bad for the uh, the, the younger generation because they've been brought up to feel that this is what matters now. You know. Yeah, I have a friend who's a very good, a great, great woman. Young, I think she's still in her twenties, maybe late twenties, early thirties great artist 
And I remember her putting a post on Facebook. And she's like, I don't know why I'm not getting the likes I used to get. She literally said that on Facebook. Meanwhile, her art is just as good, if not better, than it was a year ago. But she's concerned because she's not getting the likes. And it's like, woman, just because five people from your high school liked your shit doesn't mean that it's better than it was. And we have to get away from fucking needing that approval from jerk offs on the internet who don't mean a goddamn thing to your life. And I'll probably talk shit are. about you behind your back half the time. Even if they are your friends, really, it, it's it's so and they like it. So it doesn't it doesn't last long and you still have to get up the next day and the day after and go on with your with your life. Uh, it, or it just becomes like routine then it doesn't you don't then you don't value it that much he's like oh yeah that person always likes my stuff or i always get a bunch of likes and it's just kind of like yeah and that's the thing if you are attached to that kind of positive reinforcement that really doesn't mean a goddamn thing when that's not there what are you gonna do you're gonna face depression you're gonna face insecurity you're gonna face all these other fucking things that are a lot bigger problems than what you have now so you can't rely only, you can only rely on what you can control. It's just, it's, it's, I know it sounds stupid and it sounds cliche, but it's the reality. Lose your attachments to things you can't control, folks. I know it's a lot easier said than done, but it's the truth. That's how, that's how, that's how you get to next level consciousness. We're talking about next level consciousness a lot on the show. It's not next level like we're better or you're better or whatever. It's the next level for yourself. It's not next level, like everyone's here and you're here. Get to the next level of consciousness for yourself because that's how you can be happier. Figure life out a little bit more. You know, take away your vices, but what have you. (laughs) We are fired up today, Vig, about self-improvement and all that. Oh, yeah, fired up. (laughs) Well, that's a good way to be. And, you know, like we said, we're just going to keep pushing the uh, valleyvig08 at gmail.com and let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what some of your vices have been. And what some of your troubles have been through, you know, this first month of 2021 and getting through this as we kind of feel that it's going to go on a little bit longer, you know, yeah, and hit us at we the kind tour. of always thought that we just were confirmed of that really. Absolutely. Man. <laughs> so, but not only did the email, just check us out, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, our, our TJ Duddy, our media, our media manager, our, our social media manager is working really hard to get us out there. Um, so we're, we're, it's going to be, it's going to be exciting. A lot of ways to hit us up right now. The best one's Valley Vig zero eight, but again, 40 something podcast on, on, on Facebook. Actually it's a 40 something at 40 something podcast on Twitter, 40 something podcast on Instagram. We are all over the place, folks. There are a lot of big things happening and this was a fun show. I've had fun today. Angry, but. Well, that's going to stirk some some replies out there. So that's why I really feel that uh, people should weigh in on our subject matter. And, you know, hopefully we'd be going live pretty soon. Yeah, we're going to have a video up today. I'm going to do um, – oh, TJ Duddy. We'll be doing the editing. <laughs> There's two different people. I'm basically doing what Dusty Rhodes did when he used to run WCW. Those of you who are wrestling fans, if you know, you know Dusty Rhodes is, right? Mm-hmm. He's big. Yeah, sure. He was the booker and he was one of the vice presidents of WCW back in the late 80s. And his real name was Virgil Runnels. His name was Virgil, which is funny, which I thought would be a pretty cool name. But he went with Dusty Rhodes, which obviously he made the right, de- right decision. So Dusty Rhodes was the character, but Virgil Runnels was uh, was the executive producer, but it was obviously one of the same guys. 
So we're, we're going to start doing daily videos up on our stuff starting today. So if you, and hopefully people watch the videos, they'll get a little snippet and then they'll tune into the shows. I think that's one of the big ways we're going to continue to, but look, we're going to do this for a while, folks. We're fortunate because we don't have to get ratings right away to make sure we have a splash. We're just going to come out and give you the best content ever about self-growth and how we're getting by beating, you know, being a zennial for the most part. Uh, this yeah. is really what we're going for. You don't have to be in your forties. You could be your mid. You could be in your twenties if you're looking for self growth. This is a great show for you. So we just want to keep on putting that out there, and uh, we have a lot of cool shit to say, and we're going to keep on saying. All right, where we're going, February first. Oh shit, we didn't even talk about no February, which starts today. Sure, that's right. Uh, I'm gonna have to redo this. So no February. Thanks for joining us, folks. No fapuary starts today. Have you masturbated? When was the last time you jerked off, Vig? If you don't know what no fapping is, it's no no masturbating or watching porn. And Vig and I, Vig brought it to the table. He's like, well, I'm going to do this. And I was like, I'm going to join you. I almost masturbated today, but I thought of you, and I didn't. It wasn't because you're not attractive or I don't want to masturbate to you. It's just because I wanted to ensure that I'm going to do this journey with you, at least for the short sure. term. Well, that's good to hear uh, on all fronts. But uh, yeah, uh, no, no February, and uh, yeah, I've been staying true to it at least for the first couple hours. So we'll see. We're not it's that far into it road. yet. You're not that far into it. So I'm hoping to just say, just kind of keep it real with this, you know, because this is kind of a joke. But uh, you know, it, it's been reported that a lot of good things and progressive things can come out of uh, just taking a celibate, no masturbation or no pornography take on things. So we're just going to take February and see how it goes. None of that and be able to report back or at least see how long you can go and see what some of the positive uh, comings that have come from it, you know? Uh, All right. Yeah, absolutely. It's good. It's, it's going to be yeah. fun. I, my wife, Kelly Williams and I are both also doing whole 30 challenge, but we're doing it for 60 days. So this is going to be a lot I'm taking on over the next 60 days. No jerking okay. off, no bread, no dairy. The booze was taken care of, but no dairy. Um, and if you don't know the whole 30 challenge, we're going to start. We're going to kind of go into that. When we do our social media work today, we're going to go into a lot of that as well. So a lot of exciting things, folks, headed underway. Thank you so much for listening to Valley Vig, Valley and the Vig, here on 40-something podcast with Valley and the Vig. We'll see you guys tomorrow, and we will give you the reports on NoFap and whatever else is in our peripheral brain situation. Yeah. And, and, and so I want to thank you guys for tuning in and we're and uh, we will talk to you guys later. Thank you so much. Have a great day.